Welcome to the System Hub Podcast. Hola. Konnichiwa. Guten Tag. Where we interview world-class experts. You have to have a lot of passion for what you're doing. I was fanatical in my 20s. If you could find a way to produce a business that works without you, your life would change like that. Extracting, organizing, and optimizing their best systems and processes for rapid business growth. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome back to the Business Systems Summit. And in this session, we're going to be chatting with Jürgen Strauss. He's the founder of Biz, And basically, his company helps uh, other companies market themselves better online, basically transforms their online presence. Now, he's a podcaster himself, and I've had the pleasure of being on his show a couple of times. And what I love most about Jürgen is that he's a systems thinker. Like, even though he helps businesses with their marketing, um, he's very much a systems thinker with uh, his entire business, just about every aspect, very well documented. And uh, that's actually what, in one of the podcast episodes that we did together, we talked about systemizing yeah. business. Uh, he's the one of the co-hosts for the Business Systems Summit as well, and he'll be running a few of the sessions a little bit later. So it's with great pleasure I get to welcome Jürgen to the Business Systems Summit. Thanks a lot, David. It's great to be here. And yes, I'm a keen lover of systems and uh, absolutely convinced that they transform any business. Yep. And I know when I chatted with some of the other experts, everybody wanted to talk about how to convert leads and how to run webinars and setting up lead magnets. And then when I chatted with you, you're like, hey, I've got this really cool process on how to set up beautiful graphics to create blog posts, social media, and newsletters using Canva. And I thought, perfect. Like, that's a, a really different approach and system that I think would be fantastic to delegate through to another team member. So, yeah, very much looking that, forward to this session. That's right, Dave. And also, I mean, what, the one thing that I'll emphasize about this system is I didn't write it. So, my team member wrote this system. So, it's outsourcing basically taken from the beginning. And I took a leaf out of your book. I think several years ago, you mentioned something about videoing yourself doing tasks and then having somebody else transcribe that video. So that's essentially where this one started. Oh, perfect. I love it because it's it's the best example of itself. So what we'll do, I'll pass to you. And if it's all right with you, I'll just kind of chime in here and there if I've got questions, but you can take it away from there. All right. Now, As I said, this process was started its life as um, something that I recorded on video as I was doing the header image. So this example will be what we do for our weekly podcast post that goes on our blog. And that was something that I wanted to outsource to a team member. So I recorded a video of myself, a screencast of myself doing this on Canva. And then the team member uh, wrote up this process based on some guidelines that we'd set in place. Now, the way I like to have this done is start off with a mind map. So I'm also a big fan of mind mapping because I think that's a really neat visual way to bullet point things and kind of see the overall structure of it. So this is the overall process mind map. And I like to structure these in a why, what, how, and what if format. So first of all, we start off with why we're doing this. And this is really important. If the team members understand why you're doing a particular process and how it fits into the bigger picture, they're much more likely to be on board with doing it. So a lot of people find it challenging to have their staff or their team actually follow the process. And I find that 
if you help them understand why you're doing that process and how that fits in with the bigger picture and what it contributes to the business or the particular topic, in this case, the blog post, then it makes them much more likely to follow that. So we start off with describing the why, and then we list the things that are needed. So in this case, it's Google Images, um, it's Canva, and there may be one or two other things we need to add to this. So this is a fairly new document and possibly needs a bit of improvement, which is part of what this uh, summit is about as well. Then the next thing I like to have there is an expert version. So if I were to run this process, all I need is a bullet list of the steps to take because I know how to do the steps, but I may forget to do one or two steps. So the expert version is really for me or the people that do this on a day-to-day basis to just tick the boxes, make sure they've done all the steps. So you can see there's a a 10, 10 steps involved in this one. And the outcome, so how do you know it's finished? In this case, it says it's done downloading the header image and it's already saved on the computer. So I I think, Dave, is it all right I'll walk through this process because it's probably only about a 10-minute exercise. perfect. Yeah, Yeah. no, I I think that'd be good. I think, um, I mean, the real key here is it's just really good to get some very good visibility on what a completed system looks like. Um, and, And I'm imagining it didn't start like this first time around. It's one of those things that you probably has polished and improved over time you made your video they made the steps there was probably a bit of backwards and forwards because sometimes people look at a system and they go oh i have to do it just like this first time around and it has to be perfect yes exactly right so we you know we did do a bit of backwards and forwards and then we had somebody else who hadn't been involved at all tried out and they found a, they stumbled at a couple of spots on the initial draft so we realized you know, there was some explanation, some additional explanation and steps that were needed there. So, yeah, so then then this is the original video walkthrough that we embed in the document. So this is just a link that will open up a, uh, a video and I won't play it, but you'll just see this open up. And actually, this is not the original video. I correct myself. This is actually a video of the staff member. So I might just start it off to show you. It's a video of the staff member, actually. So I don't know if you can hear that. Definitely a soft female voice. It's not my voice. So it's one of my team who wrote the process and she recorded herself doing it. So there's a video there that you can watch going through that process. Then we have the detailed steps. So each step is described with a screenshot showing you so here's the the canva page that you go into and here's canva itself so here's the page Um, and then you know it says go into my account shows you where to log in even which is good for me because sometimes i go onto these pages and i think where the hell is the login button and shows you which of the projects to pick and there's an example of the the document that we basically make a copy of one that makes it really easy and then replace the images and update the text. And then we do the editing and we download the finished header. And it probably what I should. like about this, this kind of shows you and, and the detail that one might go into really depends on the team member that's doing it, how skilled they are and how particular the outcome is. So mm. if you're doing something that might be delegated to a, someone potentially lower skilled or just getting started out, you probably have a little bit more detail. But then as Jürgen mentioned, 
if you want to have more of the expert summary as well. Some systems might even just be the expert summary until the point at which you kind of map the main part of the process out and then you kind of delegate out further parts of it. So I think a really key step in developing systems like this is to think about, well, who is the intended person that's going to do this? Because that'll help then guide the detail that's required and whether or not there needs to be thinking. Because yeah, so sometimes it makes sense and sometimes it doesn't to do heavy screenshots. That's right. Yeah. So exactly right. And that's why I like to have the expert version there because that's the bullet checklist. And obviously, if I go into this, I'm going to do this task, I'm not going to even look at the rest of it, because I've pretty well got it in my head. But I will look at the checklist to make sure that I've done all the steps. So one of the ones that we do have is, and it's a much more comprehensive process, is how we publish the blog post from the podcast. So there's obviously a lot of things to happen there. There's editing the audio, there's editing video, there's installing or, or Actually, this is part of that, making that uh, header image. There's the extracting the key points from the podcast interview that will then be part of the content, the text content of the blog post. So obviously there's a judgment call to be made there and, th and that's a little bit more complicated, that process, and we don't have it spelled out in great detail because it's, you know, listen to the podcast and make notes about the key points of the podcast. That's kind of hard to systemise any further than that. Yeah, it makes sense. That's about it as far as that process goes. So I don't know whether you want me to actually walk through it, Dave, or um, if you want to ask some questions and have some discussion around it. Um, look, I don't actually think we'll need to walk through because what we're going to end up doing is including this particular process. So they'll get the process map overview. They'll get to see the video that's recorded. They'll get to see the expert steps and then they'll get to see the bulleted steps. What this is for me is a great example of a, a well thought out completed system that includes all of the main parts. But just to take away, if it's more of a good system that you could model when creating other mm. systems and some components may apply sometimes and other components may apply. For example, we don't do a process map on every single process and you may or may not. And then same, some systems might just start out as the expert steps. Mm. So you kind of need to find the right flow for the way that you end up developing these and that just probably happens after you do a few of them. So, yeah, look, I mean, th this yeah. is good. I, I actually think this might end up being just a shorter session because it kind of gets straight to the yeah. point and it's probably more by way of example so someone can see it in place. That's right, yeah. Well, I think you make a really good point in terms of, you know, starting off. I mean, we often start off just um, bullet pointing some things and there are a lot of processes that we've got that haven't gone beyond the bullet point because they kind of make sense to somebody that, you know, knows what they're doing in the particular area. And I figure there's no sense in spelling that out in a lot more detail. Whereas this one I thought would be, it's certainly a good topic to bring new people on board and say, hey, here's something you can have a look at. And essentially it's almost a training document as well. But a lot of the processes, as you say, that we have that are small processes, we just have the bullet list with maybe some links to different areas. And also we make use of a lot of stuff. I mean, if you go onto YouTube or, or well, Google in particular, and I mean, one of my favorite searches in Google is how to. 
And it's amazing what you can come up with. And if you do that in YouTube as well, you'll find videos of people doing stuff. People are really generous and share things and you'll find a lot of rubbish, but you also will find a lot of really good stuff. And so rather than redo that, we just link to those things. The risk, of course, is that one day that asset may disappear for whatever reason and so you're left without it. But in the meantime, it's a good way to get some leverage. The way that we kind of get people to identify what systems to work on, they we almost suggest starting with a process map overview, similar to what you've got there, hmm. but to, to map out the entire flow for a client when they come, how they find out about your business, what happens after that when they get onto uh, your website, what are the calls to action once you have the discussion, how is that sale happening, whether it's e-commerce, they might purchase straight from the site or maybe they need to go through a consultation and then you have to um, send a proposal, then you would end up having the client sign off it, you, you'd start working on the whatever they've purchased. So you'd have some sort of client onboarding to get them to um, ex- understand the expectations and then the process. And then there's the doing of the work and then the delivering of the work. So one of the first steps is to map out your entire business, almost mm. like a, a process map, like yeah. Jürgen's got here. So you know all of the different components. Then what you do is you can start to prioritize, usually more often than not, starting with client fulfillment first uh, and things that you're already doing very much on a consistent basis. So obviously, Jürgen's putting out quite a lot of content, um, using blog posts and sharing socially. So it makes sense to have this system. But by doing that, figuring out what's part of your core and then starting there first and then prioritizing, you then start to order what systems need to be created. Once you've got a little bit of an order, then yeah, step one, try and start to get some sort of folder structure so you can start to save these things in the right place. And once you kind of have that, I mean, we suggest people do it based on department. So you'd break up the business into mm. um, finance, sales, marketing, client fulfillment, management. And then you can start to do things like Jürgen said, when you come across a video that fits for a specific system or a specific step, save it into the relevant place. And what you're effectively starting to do is just organizing the way that you do what you do or how you deliver the products and services through to clients. So I think with that kind of mindset and then having a real great example here, and I suppose the best thing about this system is Jürgen mentioned this was something that was delegated through to another team member. Mm. So once you kind of get someone started in the right direction, really that's the way I think systems should be created. The business owner, nine times out of 10, is the worst person to be creating a system or a process or at least documenting it. They should maybe record themselves doing it, but beyond that, there's just so many other things that they should be working on and more often than not, like probably Jürgen and I, we might be the exceptions to the rule, but most business owners, if they're really creative and you know coming up with the ideas for innovation sometimes i actually find it hard to go down into Mm. the detail because then you're kind of jumping from broad to detail and it's actually quite hard to jump between the two some people can do it some people can't but i think it's just better off if that gets delegated down to the team members yeah and i mentioned earlier you know that one of the challenges that a lot of people find is getting people to actually follow their processes in this way by getting the team to actually build the processes, they have ownership. So, you know, it's it's now their process. Um, so that makes a lot of difference. Better in, think, in that sense. 
there's almost like that combination as well. And this is where it becomes obvious that there's a difference between your project management and your document management. Yeah, yeah. Because then you've got your project management that then is who does what by when and mm. that way you can assign things. And it might even have steps like Jürgen's mm. expert steps. They're often things that end up appearing in your project management tool because they're the high-level tick-off who's doing what by when. But then the real how-tos that's, you know, when, when you look for a platform to, to house your standard operating procedures like Google Apps or you try and do it in Dropbox or System Hub or whatever it is, as long as you've got something in place yeah. and you see those as two very separate functions. That's right, yeah. And, yeah, we like to have, I mean, we're, we're working with System Hub. We have been working with System Hub for a while but sort of tried to simplify things. We're taking another look at System Hub now. The important thing is to have the documentation in a place that's easily accessible and easy to find individual things for each person. So if somebody, for example, needs to make a header image on Canva that they just go into the main system, do a quick search and there it is, sort of spending a lot of time fossicking around through documents or through a file structure. Yeah, that's perfect. The other thing I really love, and it comes back to something you said earlier about looking at the bigger picture, I'm a huge fan of frameworks and building frameworks around the bigger picture of what the business is about. And we're currently working on uh, really refining our entire marketing framework. And I mean, as I started doing the work on that, I got a light bulb moment, you know, and I was doing that for some client work, some training that we did in Thailand last week. And as I was constructing this and presenting it, light bulbs were going off in my head. So I thought, wow, these frameworks are really great stuff. And so, you know, the framework basically looks at the marketing process from how do you attract lead or how do you get attention to start with through, you know, attracting leads and nurturing leads through delivering product or service and then actually increasing lifetime value of your customer and getting customers to bring you new business in the form of referrals. So it's kind of the big cycle. And as you put that together, and you know, this may be your total business model as well, then you start to see, okay, there's various bits and pieces that need to happen within each section of the framework. And then you break that down into a system or a process from there. And and so it's really powerful to think in terms of framework for the kind of big aspects of your business yeah i love that and and i mean Mm. you've got the different departments and each department Mm. has has their own framework and i I always feel like in business if there's something that's not quite right or working or there's a problem or a challenge that you keep on coming up against it's usually the the fault of either a system that you have in place or a lack of a system Mm. so if you're having trouble generating leads well you need to get a few more lead generation systems. You have to go out, identify, well, what are some ways that people are generating uh, traffic? And you're looking for, the the thing with systems are you're looking for consistency and repeatability. So you you want to be able to run that system again and again and again. So if you identify where you're having trouble and then you just go seek out the systems that help to solve that. So if you've got a lead generation problem, well, go do some research, come across and discover five, ten different lead generation systems Mm. Um, give them a test, run them, find out which ones work and which ones don't, 
ingest into your the way that you run your business the ones that are working and then you might go okay well the, the next problem I'm, I'm having here is well I'm able to le- generate the leads but I'm now having trouble converting the leads yeah. okay well, well now you need to come up with a conversion system How, what is the way that you write proposals and I know you know we're, we're both part of the WP Elevation community and um, Troy's really good at, at that component he's actually got quite yeah. a few components when it comes to proposals and things like that it, it's really about identifying problems that you have, recognising that they're a problem with either a system you've got or a lack of one, and then trying to work on the system. It's never the fault of yeah. an individual. It's always the fault of a system, unless the individual hasn't been following the system or the process. Mm. It's just a, a, a much cleaner way to run and grow a business. Mm. Yeah, generally, I mean, the philosophy that I have about people is that everybody's doing the best they can with what they've got. So, you know, if you take that into account and as long as you've, you know, your team is a cultural and attitude match for your business, then it's, as you say, there's either the system is broken or not working properly or there's a lack of a system. And you said one thing there that I think is really important as well, which is testing. So, you know, the the bigger things, particularly things like lead generation, where the outcome is pretty clear, um, you know, you can measure that and you can break down that measure into steps so that you can see, you know, well, it's not delivering the results I want. Well, which step is it actually falling down in and what can I do to improve that? Yeah, I love it. I feel like we're cut from the same cloth (laughs) and reading from the same hymn book. So. Excited to see some of the sessions that you end up co-hosting as well a little bit later. Looking forward to those. We'll put all of your contact details beneath this video. Um, We can have links through to the website. And we'll also take the process that you've got here and make that available. And I think that's a really great process to try and use as a model. And as an example, you can then point team members to this and say, right, following the system for creating systems, which is a system that we'll be sharing as part of the summit as Mm. well. Um, you just follow that. You've got another example here and then you, you delegate that to a team member. Hey, here's a video I recorded of me doing X, Y, Z. I want you to follow the system for creating systems and, and model this system. And then that's a great way for the business owner to kind of get out of the way of systems documentation. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks, Jürgen. And uh, no doubt we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks, Dave. It's been a pleasure. You've just been listening to the System Hub Podcast. Remember, we've documented this system for you so you can literally swipe and deploy it within your business. Head to www.systemhub.com forward slash podcast to download it now.